0: This is the Introverts Bubble Podcast with a nung of courageous creativity. A place for introverts and homebodies to get out of their heads and have more adventures. Where we talk about the topics that introverts need to air out. Ways around a loud world. Talk about homework and everything in between. Because there's nothing wrong with us, but we got problems. And we'll do things our way, alone if ever possible. Hey peeps, thought I'd jump in today because... Kind of got thinking about, oh yeah, it's almost that time of year to go out and do more stuff with people. And I kind of just, it kind of hit me that, you know what? there's It's always the freaking season to do something. There's the holidays, there's warmer months, summer, fall, spring, whatever. We always got shit going on. And that means interacting with people. Whether it's work or events or getting together with friends and family, whatever. And part of the problem is, is that there are enough people out there who are all very different. And people are going to get offended with things, whether or not it's a good thing. And so sooner or later, we're going to have confrontations. And the problem with confrontation isn't that the act itself, but how people go about doing it. And there are too many of us, honestly, I don't, I don't know a damn person who is actually great with confrontation, at least not in our younger years. And if we're lucky, we start growing from it. Because no one has a good example. I don't care what anyone says. We all have our own problems when we start younger about how to handle confrontations. Whether or not we... Like, most of us don't even do very well with confidence. Like, usually there's some kind of arrogance out there. There's some kind of... We're timid, unsure. Or we try to avoid it completely. And the problem is, like, it's... A lot of times as introverts, we want to have the time to process things and to think it over and make sure we say the right things or we don't forget important parts, but we don't always have that option. And sometimes the situation deserves an immediate answer, especially if someone comes up to you for something. You can't just always, okay, well, that was emotional for you and thank you for telling me, but I'm going to go process it for like a week and come back to you, even though it 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 didn't didn't need to be quite that thing. I mean, not all confrontations are huge things or need, like, a long or a lot of interactions from you. Like the, And part of the point is we need to stop trying to avoid all confrontations in our lives because that pretty much means that we have to have no interaction with people in the world. Honestly, you, you get these people that live out in the boondocks or, like, in the wilderness doing nothing, you get confrontation with other animals you have the weather, Mother Nature gonna kick your ass with anything. So there's no such thing as no confrontation in life. You just may not have to speak in that kind of communications to do it. And the point is, you shouldn't. We shouldn't be doing it by pointing fingers or blaming other for making you feel a certain way when they had the problem in the first place. Like we shouldn't be defending ourselves if it's a valid reason. Of course, like, no one likes being wrong, and no one likes being a bad person, per se. And that's kind of the point of having all these people kind of talk to you about things because you need to know when you did something rude or just something you said that didn't sit well with somebody, and you just didn't know that it was wrong to say about someone or or around someone. So it's kind of, it's never really, it doesn't always have to be like, Oh my God! You're a horrible person. You have no friends. You suck at life. You are a racist, bigot, whatever else. Like it could just been straight ignorance, and that's the point of having the confrontation: is that you know that you've been told what you're ignorant about. And ignorance can be changed. It can be taught. And there are some pointers and things you need to do that always keep in mind. When you come up with confrontations that help make it a little more easier for both of you, but also to make sure it's productive, first thing to do is describe kind of what's going on. Like, if you're confronting somebody, like sometimes you need to confront them and explain the situation just the facts. Try not to be quite so emotional about it. Like, there's, you can be emotional. Like, if you feel upset, you can be upset, but don't go. Like, if someone says, like, you go up to somebody, I heard you are talking about my back, can you please explain this to me? Kind of like, is this what I heard? Do you have a problem with me? Kind of thing. Don't go up there with an attitude like, bitch, I heard you talking about me. Like, don't do that. If you really want to keep that relationship strong or actually not want to start a fight. Yes, I've had moments where I'm kind of like, what did you just say about me? But you can't always go around things with Aggression. Another thing to do is express, like talk about how you feel. Like, if you are upset and everything else. Explain that it does make you, um, it makes you feel a certain way. Um, like don't be dramatic and don't go around saying like, "Oh, you made me feel this horrible person" stuff like that. Like if someone says like, if you think they embarrassed you in some way, like explain to them like, yes, I feel. I felt embarrassed and bad because you always tell people that I am a bitch. I've had a couple of friends that I used to have. that's literally how they introduced me. It's kind of like, let them learn that for themselves. Also, I was only a bitch to you first because you were an asshole. So it's kind of how I am with certain people. It's how you are to me. It's my attitude changes by the person, not my personality. Next thing is to Assert. Kind of let people know what you want to be different, and be very specific on these things. Don't, don't be a broad thing of kind of like, Just don't do it anymore. Like, especially if you're really that emotional, I'm pretty sure you didn't give enough information about what the hell's going on. Keep it focus. It's part of the kind of thing about expressing how you feel. Um, give them like an an actual solution, where you got someone mad. It's kind of like I wish you would not bring in, like, my period about when I am upset and everything else. It's kind of like, if you really re- realize how many times you say that to a woman, you much, they, she would pretty much be on her period every freaking day all year long, which probably means that's your problem because she's acting like that way to you. Like, I, I remember hearing that at a at a job. Like, a manager had to go up to someone. It's kind of you need to stop saying that because that is very insulting. To not only your own co-workers, your own managers, but also the customers. And he and he actually brought it up a lot of times, just for little things when someone wanted to... Be, like, there was a girl, she looked to be like 12 years old. And I worked at Ice Cream when I was Ken Snoopy, before at Mall of America, not Nickelodeon Universe. And he's kind of like... And he brought it up after she left, because she couldn't decide what ice cream she wanted. It was just... I mean, there was like 50 flavors there. And she just couldn't figure out what she wanted two different ones or have two different cones like she had her own money and everything else so it's like let her decide and like when she got away and she finally figured out what she wanted it's like gee on her period she can't just make up her damn mind it's like what the hell's wrong with you you don't just throw that out there luckily the manager brought it up and how rude it was and he needs not say that anymore because it's not something you need to say especially around other with a lot of women around you or just any female especially because I was 15 at a time, I would have just ripped him a new one. Uh, The next point is to reinforce. Kind of let them know like what, like, reinforce everything, repeat kind of what, what they need to have happen. Kind of what each person is going to get out of this. Like, I need, like, if you have something where someone says something that's kind of bothers them sometimes, it's like, like, I need you to talk to me first about how, you're feeling so I can kind of change my action. Like sometimes you need to kind of repeat things sometimes. If someone does something that's a little, like they overreact sometimes you kind of, every once in a while you kind of need to like, Hey, you need to just take a breath here. This is not as a bad thing. Like if we, if our reservations happen, but we didn't get, we didn't get sat right away. I know some people who will literally just sit there and just see and, bitch about it it's like it's busy they have reservations yes but there's only so many people that can work there you can't just force other people who are eating to hurry up it could have been something went wrong on one of their meals and they had had to get a new one brought out they are allowed to sit there and talk as they eat so maybe they ran over what the average is for some people by like 10 minutes and then they're still cleaning up and everything else like Honestly, it's not it's not that big of a deal. But sometimes you need to be reinforced about what each person needs to reminded about what is needed. The next thing is just to be mindful about how how you're going to handle the confrontation. And yes, you don't need to be like a complete robot about it. You need to but you do need to make sure you kind of have your emotions in check. If you're really angry, If someone says, like, if someone confronts you and you're just too angry to say something that's going to be constructive, sometimes, yeah, you're going to need to walk away and calm down and come back to it. The same thing is when you go up to somebody when you have a problem, you need to not get distracted and relive how they hurt you and get all upset and then almost start a fight. Like, you need to make sure you kind of separate from that moment and live in the now that yes, you are upset and you need them to you want them to change something about how they acted. Like going back to having someone talk about your back, like don't go don't go to them the moment like like the moment you first were and you were so upset and embarrassed about them and go and accusing them and thinking that they said horrible things about you but sometimes they need an explanation. Sometimes you just need to kind of yeah, it sucks having to be the bigger adult and all this, or actually being the adult, because there's too many people who don't grow up or know how to be freaking responsible and genuine. The next thing would be to kind of just at least be somewhat confident. Don't be very timid. Don't, like, try to make sure you are... Allowing yourself to say everything you need to say. Confrontation is not going to be easy. It, especially if you're afraid to do it. If you don't like... You know you're not going to like how they're going to react at first. And that last thing would be to negotiate. I found this one was a little weird for me sometimes. I'm kind of like... There shouldn't be a negotiation on some of these things. But honestly, you do need a plan. Like another plan. Especially if like you had like an idea of how you want them to change or something else, especially if it's kind of a complex situation. They may not like your solution, or they might come up with a better one, or, like, if you... Once you all talk it through, be open to other ideas and stuff like that. Like, if you want... If you need someone to talk to you about something, maybe you don't always have them, like, right away, like, you kind of... When someone's having, like, a... A moment there, you don't go up to them kind of like, hey, can you just stop it? Like, maybe you need them to let them, like, run through their cycle and then kind of, like, tap them kind of like, hey, come over here for a second. Um, you want to, like, calm down a little bit here? We don't need to scare children. Now, part of the problem with all these seven steps is, yeah, it is a lot of things to freaking remember. Especially when confrontations are pretty emotional. And kind of hard to do in the first place for anybody. Nobody likes doing it. Nobody likes being a part of it. Unless you're my mom. Sometimes she's, she's a little too good at it sometimes. <laughs> but just, honestly, it just it needs to be something with most everything in life. We need to be conscious about it. We need to have some kind of thought process and everything. Because we we want to be better people. We don't want to be hurtful in any way. And there's and there's nothing wrong to missing some of these points. They're just kind of good guidelines to kind of remember in when things are happening, especially when you need to do the confrontation yourself and as introvert we're all kind of like I don't want to do that. That means more talking of people and of something that I don't want to talk about. So it kind of kind of sucks. And but having these having a few things to kind of work through gives you a better chance of getting something out of it that's going to be good for both of you, whether or not you want to save a relationship or just so you can feel co- more comfortable around somebody and letting them know that they are doing something that makes you uncomfortable or unhappy because you deserve to feel the way you feel and no one, get, no one has the right to tell you you can cannot feel a certain way, but having a couple of steps, even just even if you only remember two of these things, the, to just make it easier. Now for anything with confrontations, whether you're an introvert or not, there are certain things you should stop doing no matter what. First one is to stop assuming feelings. Don't assume how someone was thinking of feeling. Whether or not you hear, like, especially if you hear it from somebody else, that, oh, they seem so mad. I, some people think that I'm just pissed off at somebody because I said one thing. And then I have, a rest, like I have supposedly a resting bitch face. And what I'm doing is I'm thinking about dinner. Because that's I'm sitting there, that's my thinking face. I just sit there and do stuff. And so a lot of people just won't come up to me like, oh my god, I, didn't, I thought you were mad. And all of a sudden I, I turn around and start talking again. They're all kind of like confused. Like, don't assume. That kind of makes, again, that makes an ass out of you and me. The next thing to do is do not shift the blame. Yes, there. Are, I don't care. Sometimes when you had to, to deal with someone else, you have other things going on. Like you have no right to be rude to someone else. You can just say, like, I yes, I was dealing with somebody else, but still, you deserve the other person deserves an apology, have their their feelings validated, and be able to discuss this thing. You have you have a right too, the same as anyone else being the one being confronted or being the, con- the one doing con- t- confrontation to be upset. But nobody wants to be rejected by coming to them and, and like throwing it out that, Oh no, I didn't do that or it's not my fault and this, 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 and this happened. Like it, honestly, yeah, there are times it's going to be your fault. But also it may not be like in the way that you think. It could have been just kind of, just that you need to take responsibility for it. And it's apologize. Or there's just they need to people need to know what boundaries are there, what things you can and cannot say. Like it took a while for some of my family members to kind of yes, there are some um phrases we say that are kind of conceived rude. Um and we have to explain it to some of the other people that um a Someone of an African American descent, a black person in Lao is dumb. Sounds like dumb, and so I have a my cousin's daughter, who she's half like half or a quarter black, and everything else. People call it dumb. and everyone thought that we were just being so mean to her. And so no, that's just just call it, We called her "black girl" because she is a girl, and her dad's black, so she kind of it's kind of a thing that they they say. E just means girl. I get people calling me e all the damn time. But it's only certain people that are of certain ages and everything else. Nobody younger, or like my age or younger, says that. It's kind of the older generation. The ones that do speak that language all the time. But it's not. It's not very insulting in the way. It's kind of like an endearing thing for them. And they're trying not to be insulting. But we do have to let some of them know that they couldn't call her that when his family was there. Because... They didn't know the language, and there were too many people there for us to like explain. Like, no, we're not calling her stupid or anything else. Like, please, not. So we kind of had to keep reminding them, like, don't, please, don't say that over here. <laughs> we don't need people being mad at us. We don't need to start a fight. Enough that stuff happens as it is. All right, the third thing to stop doing is denial or playing dumb. Like, yes, think we have a busy lives. There's a lot of shit going on. And you could, yes, forget some of the things. But you know, everyone, good enough for the times when someone explained things when you say like, oh, what, what do you mean? And they say a couple of things. You do start remembering it. And there's always one or two people you know out there who just claim complete amnesia about everything. You talk about like, oh my God, were well, you just making stuff up and everything? And that is their problem. And it's never a good thing just to play dumb or deny anything just so you don't have to apologize or feel like you did anything wrong, especially when you try to flip it on someone else to make them like a liar or the crazy one and shit like that because that's, that's pretty narcissistic and that's kind of what people do right now for gaslighting, which is kind of a big thing that's been going on a lot recently, which is kind of denying or lying all the time for things and somehow turning it on somebody else. But that's a different point completely. You know you remember a lot of that stuff. Yeah, it could have been, especially if someone brings it back brings it from, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, I might need a little more reference, like, where were we? What were we talking about? Like, what did I say? Again, with the point of before, what things you should do is describe and express things that you need to kind of make sure you give enough information so everyone knows we're on the same page. Or I have another conversation about the same thing with someone else and I'm kind of like that wasn't a bad thing I said then. And then I'm like wait, no, you weren't there. Okay, let's remember this. But yes, there's points I am forgetful and other people can be too. So but do not do not, just don't play damn about it because you're embarrassed about it or you don't want to apologize. There's too many people out there who do not want to apologize for anything. They hate being wrong so much. Like it's somehow a flaw in their character and they're just a horrible person to be wrong at any point in their life. The same thing with that, like that perfectionism thought process that you have to be right and perfect all the time. And if you get something wrong, it's just not there because it doesn't fit into your your persona that you're so smart, you're so perfect, and everything else. Please, scientists, that's why they do experiments. Because they do hundreds of different ones to try to get the right answer. That's how they got like a bunch of stuff for medications we have out there. Vaccines and... Pretty much Everything we've ever learned out there has been kind of a trial and error. And we're allowed to do that. We're human. That's the point of kind of it all. We keep trying, we keep failing, we keep messing up. And that's kind of the fun of it. Like why would you not want to not not have that kind of up and down in your life? Yeah, no, nobody wants to have horrible accidents, death, loss of jobs, shit like that in their lives. But we can't we can't stop confrontations. We all we're humans are social creatures. Some of us just don't want to be social as much as others. Again, as everything in human, we are a spectrum. There's a bell curve of it all. The majority are in one area, but they're all outliers. Talk about statistics and math for you there and a bunch of science stuff. (laughs) Just threw it in for you. I hope I didn't confuse you. Honestly, you Google bell chart, it'll be easy to figure out. But either way, keep in mind... These three things not to do. And those seven things that you should keep in mind to try to do for every confrontation. It makes life easier for everyone. Whether or not you're confronting someone or being confronted. There are enough... We have enough shit going on in life. We don't need to F this one up. Especially when it's not... it's It's rarely things that are absolutely horrible that we're doing. And it's a learning experience. And we all need to have other people help us learn and grow in life thanks for listening for show notes and to give a donation head over to the website at co slash blog slash podcast 15 jump on the email list for updates on the podcast blog and products made just for you as always please leave a review